Hello and welcome to the Board Shorts podcast brought to you by Get On Board Australia, the destination for new and aspiring board members and company directors. This podcast is called Board Shorts because boards and governance can sometimes be a really dry topic. And if I can't communicate board and director related concepts and information to you in 30 minutes or less, then I don't think I'm doing it right. I'm Lisa Cook, Founder and Managing Director of Get On Board Australia, and I hope to make this podcast and the information I share valuable and useful to new and aspiring company directors and board members like you. Today's episode is part of a series of podcasts that I regularly record called Diary of a Board Member. And these heartfelt episodes will be short and focused on what is happening with my board career or what I'm working on at the moment with my boards where possible. What I'm currently reading that is relevant to improving your board related skills and knowledge, the trends I'm seeing in relation to boards and directors and any advice that I might be able to share from my experiences. Today, I wanted to focus on something that I've been having the same conversation quite a lot uh, on at the moment, and that's around governance. Uh, So today's episode is on governance basics for new and aspiring board members. And as I said, I've been having this conversation quite a lot with current board members across a whole range of different boards in different industries of different sizes with different people um, just from everywhere. And where the conversation usually focuses is about well-intentioned board members who really want to do their best on a board, but aren't quite understanding of the role of company director and the gravity that that position carries. So my intent with today's conversation is to try and leverage those good intentions and to build the capability of board and committee members to increase their value to the board and organisation and to minimise the risk of something bad happening to them, to the other board members and or to the organisation. So strap yourself in. Today is going to be an interesting but short conversation about governance basics. Now, the role of board member encompasses many different roles, not only ensuring the legally compliant operations of an organization. It also includes contribution to strategy, stakeholder relations, change management, innovation and adaptation, setting and embedding an effective board and organizational culture, and regularly checking in on your own and the board's performance. So as you can see, the role of director is more than just governing the organization. But as I said, governance is where I hear much of the work is not being done. And that's scary uh, because as we know, that's a significant part of a director's role and where a lot of uh, well-intentioned people fall down. So that's where we're going to focus today's conversation. Now, governance can be a scary word and quite an esoteric concept, particularly if you've never been on a board before, or even if you're new to the boardroom, you don't quite understand what this whole governance thing is. So what exactly is governance? Well, corporate governance broadly refers to the mechanisms, processes, and relations by which corporations are controlled and directed. That definition 
comes from Wikipedia, and I'll link to that in the show notes. In a nutshell, it's the what and how a board controls and directs the organization to ensure that it is achieving its strategic objectives while minimizing risk and ensuring compliance of all relevant legislation and guidelines. The physical representation of corporate governance mechanisms include policies, procedures, processes, standards, codes of conduct, internal auditing, and reports. So if you're still confused after all of that, don't worry, it's taken me quite a number of years to get my head around it as well. So how do you actually use governance as a director? There's actually a great book that I encourage you to invest in as part of your director toolkit. It's called Directors at Work, A Practical Guide for Boards. And in this book is a corporate governance practice framework. This framework demonstrates the five primary components of effective corporate governance at the board level. You can find this framework as a diagram in the show notes, but in a nutshell, it encompasses defining the governance roles, and that is the role of director, the role of the chair, the role of the company secretary, etc. The key board functions, talking about strategy, compliance, CEO, leadership, decision-making, stakeholder engagements, improving board processes, things like meetings, papers, agendas, committees, things like that, and board effectiveness, covering director protection, board evaluation, director selection, induction, and development and education. And all of this is demonstrated within the context of the behavioral dynamics as a board. So knowing that individual and group dynamics influence the performance and corporate governance practices of the director group. So that's a really good diagram to get quite a a good snapshot of the sort of what we would call the governance landscape within an organization. So let's now think about how governance affects a business. The framework that I described provides an indication of the ways that corporate governance can influence and affect business activity. If you think of an example The board's position on risk, which is normally referred to as the risk comfort level of the board or the risk appetite, and think of that as a scale of being overly conservative to overtly aggressive, and how that can have a direct influence on strategic initiatives, investment activities, workplace practices, and staffing decisions. So if a board is quite comfortable with quite a high level of risk, they may start to pursue strategies that are quite um, difficult to achieve, that may risk uh, other parts of the business, that may risk the business of a whole as a whole, um, and things like that. If you think of it being too conservative, then they may not chase really uh, interesting strategic initiatives that could really put them at the head of their industry. Uh, it may set them back quite a while and really sort of lose some ground there in their marketplace. If you want to think about Kodak really missing the boat with the move to digital type uh, photography uh, and those sort of things. So you can start to see how 
the board in its sort of governance framework around risk can really start to have impact across the organisation. So that's sort of governance at play within the day-to-day organisational activities. As a director, it's really worthwhile developing an awareness of how governance decisions that you're making at the board level can impact either positively or negatively other parts of the organisation. So it's worth really thinking those through as to what sort of impact they're going to have on the rest of the organisation. There are best practices to model your behaviour and corporate governance practices on. And the great thing about corporate governance best practices is that there are many resources that you can check in with, that you can consult and and guidelines that you can really utilise within organisations that are produced by some pretty top-notch governance specialists, either from the the government, pardon me, or the ASX, so the stock exchange that we have in Australia, um, the Australian Charities and Not-for-Profit Commission, and other organisations put out governance guidelines for people just like you. Uh, And what that means is you don't have to start from scratch or reinvent the wheel if you're looking to implement um, some governance practices within your organisation or on your board that kind of take it to that quote-unquote next level. In the show notes, I've listed out some places for you to go for help with developing corporate governance practices for your board and your organisation. So please, I encourage you to check those out so you're not reinventing the wheel uh, and seeing that there are some differences in how you quote unquote use governance within the board and the organisation. So as we say, there's many ways to skin a cat and you need to find what works best for your board and your organisation given all of the circumstances that it operates under. Think of the size, the complexity, the industry, how many resources it has, etc., etc. Run a quick Google search on governance guides and that will also provide you with a plethora of information and other documents that you can use. Um, Use those guides as an indication for the highest corporate governance standards and distill the information down to a practical level that makes sense for the size, shape, and function of your board and organization. So there you go. That's a quick snapshot of governance uh, and what it means and how it plays out in the boardroom and across the organization. If you have any more questions, do feel free to shoot me an email. You can find my contact form at getonboardaustralia.com.au or leave a comment on this post uh, in the Get On Board Australia blog. Until next time, govern well. Well,